Hebrews 12.1 says we are surrounded by witnesses and that we should cast off sin and obstacles that keep us from God. We are to run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is Cross Training. Building your faith to not only carry the cross of Christ, but to get up when you fall and run toward the finish line. Faith-filled business leaders and individuals share their testimony to inspire your journey. Now here's your host for Cross Training, David Anderson. Well, good morning. Uh, Welcome to Catholic Community Media. This is David Anderson, host of Cross Training. And this morning we've got two very special guests uh, in the studio here at Loyola University in beautiful uptown New Orleans. We have Maurice Guillaume of Guillaume Real Estate uh, and Property Management, who is one of the favored sponsors of Catholic Community Media. So if you're listening, you always want to thank uh, folks like him who write their gen- share their generous assets so that this station can stay on the air and spread the word of God. And we have his partner, Cindy Piazza, who has an interesting uh, story to tell as well. Uh, and these guys make a beautiful couple, and uh, very happy to have both of you here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, generally, we talk a little about what's going on in our faith life and something that has happened that's been a difficult time, and you had to rely heavily on your faith to get through. Then we'll talk about some food, which is going to be a real easy one this morning because uh, Cindy is the proprietor with some other family members uh, for On Annunciation Annunciation (laughs) and Louisiana. Uh, Poya Fair. Poya Fair, pardon me. But it's a restaurant that's been around for a while with a super reputation of delicious food. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, in about 20 minutes. Uh, But let's go, um, Maurice, how long have you been in the real estate business? Um, a little over 40 years, about 40, I think it's around 41 years in business. So that's a good while. You probably know the market <laughs> pretty well. I know my end, what I do pretty well. I'm not, you know, very good at, um, other areas of real estate, like office leasing and things like that. And some commercial areas, I don't, I don't have much expertise. What do you in. specialize in? We do property management and we, um, we sell multifamily properties. We sell residential too, like most realtors do. But um, uh, that's pretty easy stuff. We, we really enjoy multifamily properties and um, updating properties and putting uh, putting uh, properties in, in commerce and um, hopefully getting the owner a good return on investment. And you've been doing it 40 years. How did you get into that line of business? Well, um, I had um, gotten a real estate license in my 20s, my early 20s, and um, I had um, sold a few pieces of real estate to um, some clients. I had worked for Ladder and Bloom at the time, desk duty, um, and sold some people some fourplexes and eightplexes and tenplexes, and um, I went back to try to sell them some more property. And uh, they said, um, oh, no, 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 I'm not interested. In buying. I, w- I wish I'd never met you. This this is uh, a disaster. This is terrible stuff, Maurice. Um, you know, the we asked the guy, how come he hadn't paid his rent? And he cursed my wife out. And um, another one's got um, his car up on jacks in the parking lot, pulling the transmission out. And <laughs> and I said, oh, my goodness. Um, geez, that's terrible. You know, I'm Oh man, I'm terribly sorry. I says, no, look, we just, no, it's really, it's been a strain on our marriage. Um, the, this property, this is, um, and I said, well, let me, let me go talk to the guy or try to, and they said, well, why don't you just manage it? F- figure out, figure out something to charge me and you just deal with it. So, um, you know, I started doing that. I went and talked to him and, Told him, we can't do that with his car, and uh, you have to pay the rent, or we're going to get rid of you. Uh, um, and um, got the property to performing well. And um, it's nothing complicated about it. It's just, 
That's a valuable asset for people, though, because a it's lot of a, people want the real estate, but managing it's a whole different, totally different thing, totally different thing. And so, we were able to get some get some properties back into good commerce, and then um, uh, those people wanted to buy more property, provided that we would manage it for them. So. Um, it's unfortunately not a very high profit uh, end. And that, that, what we do in real estate, you make a lot more money selling real estate. But if you manage enough property and you manage it properly, um, you can, you can, um, you can weather storms and you can do okay at it. So that's what we've been doing for, um, about, uh, about 40 years. I'm 65. So, um, it's been about 40 or 41 years, I think. Something well, like that. you've identified your age and Cindy, uh, I won't say, but <laughs> you guys look fantastic. Y'all look 15 years younger than your age. I'm 62 and both of you look at least 10, 12 years younger uh, than me. You're so well, kind. You're so guys. kind. I need to stay out of the sun more. Jeez, this, this, and Pete, I feel horrible looking at you too. Yeah, yeah. One of very kind to say that, but it's, um, you know, you're very nice to say that, but it's. I don't know that it's that true yet. <laughs> well, I, I know what I look like, and I'm looking at the two of you, and you I look feel fine like. To me. You look well, good. thank you very much. You look I appreciate very good that. To me. I'm fishing for compliments here. <laughs> you are, and you're getting them because you look great. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. I, uh, you know, hearing somebody, this show was really, we started it to help the sponsors of Catholic Media just get a little bit more airtime, hear people, you know, people hear your ads, uh, your sponsorships, but they never get to know who is Maurice Gillio. And it's interesting to come on and that, uh, tell how you started your business. I mean, that's interesting that through some adversity, a whole opportunity in a 40-year career developed because someone had a difficult time and you were able to provide a solution. You didn't run away from him and say, hey, I sold it to you. It's on you. You stuck with it and kept a relationship of honesty and integrity enough so where the man felt comfortable talking to you that way and then had enough confidence in you to then say, hey, we're in this. Why don't you – you're the solution. And it turned out to be a prosperous endeavor. Well, thank for you. It. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. I mean, that's the only reason that happened. It wasn't. Be- I mean, if he hadn't liked you and you hadn't stuck with him, and uh, he wouldn't even have taken your calls. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. the opposite is what happened. Mm-hmm. That, that, it's amazing. A lot of people wonder, you know, how did these businesses get started? Mm-hmm. You know, how did uh, Maurice Gio get started? And that—that's just how things happen. Yeah, you didn't say I'm going into property management. No. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a developer. I wanted to develop strip shopping centers. That's what I really wanted to do and develop subdivisions. And, um, you know, there were a few developers in town and I, I called on them and, um, nobody to give me a job, you know? So, um, you know, you take some desk duty and you meet some people and you put them in a the car and drive them around and, Show them some houses, and then you, you know, you show them a double, and then, um, you know, my first house, I lived in a double, and then rented the other side out, and, um, and bought another little property, and um, then a little condo, and you know, and you know, accumulated a few pieces of property, and um, you know, some of them I still have. Um, we usually get rid of them after the neighbor, if a neighborhood changes to. From when you bought it. Yeah. Some, usually, sometimes you, you know, you buy property and it performs well, but then when the neighborhood changes, it's, um. In New Orleans, you never know. That neighborhood could go up or it could go down. You could either it, be cutting it, your it losses yeah. or taking profits. It can do both, right? Uh, you know, I've done some investing in real estate and seen that same thing happen. So right. Sometimes it goes one way and, okay, time to go. Or, Sometimes takes some profit off the table. Right. And right. Cindy, you grew up, you went to Chappelle, uh, which yes. is a great girls' Catholic school in New Orleans. Um, 
I won't say the year you graduated, but... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think it was, what'd you say, 1984? <gasps> yeah, exactly, it. exactly. 84. <laughs> and tell us what you've been doing uh, since Chappelle until you met this fine young man. Oh, well, that's a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, you can do it in just a couple Dude. seconds. Huh? Um well, you have I, children? Yes, I have I have four children and I have two step now. All right. And about a little bit over four years ago, about four years ago, my husband passed away. Mm. And that is Sorry. what brought me yes. back into the faith, or I should say uh more committed to it, mm -hmm. not just just Sunday Catholic. And I met Maury a few months after and he was I know he says I'm too kind to say this, but he actually was like a a handrail for me and helped me develop, you know. Um, Your faith to go deeper? Yes, to, to just be more committed. And it's not that I wasn't, but it was a lot easier, a lot more easily done for me. It, well, know, it makes sense if you if yeah. you have someone that's almost a guide uh, and y'all are um, – Seeing each other and say we have the same, a very similar uh, view on life and religion certainly helps to have that yeah. guide, someone who's already there, uh, pull you in a little further. But now, like I said, I was getting back into it when, when my husband was getting sick. But Makes sense. he just really helped me through it. And it wasn't, it was, it, it became more of a part of my life. What parish like, do y'all go to? Our Lady of the Lake. All right. And we, we like to go to the weekday masses, uh, which uh, sometimes I'll go every day if I can. And it's because I feel like in that 30 minutes, I can get so much out of it. And I feel so comfortable calling him saying, okay, wait, I heard this. I never heard that before. What does this mean? And that's not something I've ever done before is call somebody and say, hey, let's talk about the homily right, today. Right, right, right. But he just made it so easy <coughs> because he was – And it know, is interesting. It is. It is. Especially and, if you have a partner that's sharing that right. with you and – their take on it and your take on it. And uh, it's, a, it's a good, interesting read. If you look at the uh, Vatican website, they'll have the readings of the day and the gospel, and then they'll have the Pope's thoughts on the gospel and the readings of the day. And it, I read it most every day. It's really interesting because if you have a good priest, you do the readings and the, you read the gospel and then uh, – his homily is going to explain it a little better than what you just heard or just read. Uh, it's always good. But to hear the Pope's words on it is really interesting. Mm. Uh, you you guys have a great adoration chapel over there. It's been, we do. I've spent a good bit of time in that adoration chapel. I just love it. Uh, mm -hmm. And a nice little restaurant right across the street. Yeah. Sweet Olive or something olive, like yes. that. Yeah, the corner. Really good. Little I place. haven't eaten there, but yeah, it's a, it's a perfect spot for it after Mass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do all their own baked goods and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, – Again, this is David Anderson, host of Cross Training, brought to you on Catholic Community Media. And we have today uh, Cindy Piazza and Maurice Gio. Um, and I believe you help uh, out some at Gio uh, Real Estate. When he, he wants to tolerate me. When, when he needs uh, special help coming yeah, when in. Yeah, when he wants to tolerate me. Not uh, when he is supposed to bring in high-powered consultants <laughs> who well, can come in and help. He's very intense with work, let me just say. <laughs> he's very intense. Well, to be in the business 40 years and to grow yeah. it from where you grew it, intensity is uh, a he's, must. Maybe I might be biased, but he is very good at what he does and he just no. well, no. you have a, you have a brand in New Orleans. No. Maurice Gilliatt Real Estate is a brand. People know it throughout the city. If you gave him a test, say, "Have you heard of Maurice Gilliatt Realty?" Most people are going to say yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've seen the signs for a long time. Heard your voice on if they listen to Catholic Community Radio for sure. So uh, I, I can see that. Right, you're nice to say that. intensity has to be there to keep that going. How long have you been, Maurice? Uh, devout in your Catholicism? You know, um, it's um, 
Have you always been that way, or did no. you take a turn at some point? No, when I was um, before I was married, I was uh, married. Um, I got married a little bit later in life when I was forty-two, but um, I wanted to um, succeed in life. I wanted to be something, and um, I didn't have any education. I was a high school dropout, so. When I got my real estate license, I remember I would have open houses on Sunday. And um, before the open house, I'd go to Mass. For some reason, I was always going to St. Benil. I think I had a few listings in that parish over there. So I'd go to St. Benil. And, um, Were you raised Catholic? Yeah. yeah so, so you were accustomed to going to Mass? Well, we went, my parents went to St. Patrick's on Sunday. Oh, wow. And, and, and you know, we grew up in Metairie. So, um, that was just a church that they liked to go to. So we, a lot we of people do. But um, I went to St. Francis Xavier. I went to um, Holy Name when I was a kid. Um, nice. So I've been to a lot of school. I had to keep moving around. I had so many bad teachers that I had to just. Keep I resemble that from, remark. From <laughs> <laughs> I went around to quite a few myself. But um, so when I would go to, to Mass, um, when I was like 24 or so, uh, before my open houses, the, the the prayers that I would that I I, mean, I don't I guess it's okay to say I just um, you know you don't want to open you know I know it's talk radio but you know anyway my prayers to the Lord would be just please let me be the best that I can be at at, at, at this career I don't as I, a young man that's I'm awesome not, I'm not trying to. I want. I just. I want to develop um, a good reputation and good respect. And um, I want. I really want to be good at what I do. Um, if if some money comes with it, that's that's great. <laughs> but um, I have to be. Um, my parents were very well respected people in New Orleans, and um, it's difficult for someone who does not have a, a education to get, you know. Uh, thought after uh, fondly. So, um, you know, those were my prayers. And, um, you know, the Lord has always, um, he's always helped me in everything that I've done. I think everything that I've ever prayed for has come true. Maybe a few things have not, but it was just not the road that he wanted me to go down. Right, right. You know? And unfortunately, uh, I married when I got married. I married. I married late in life to a beautiful, beautiful woman who I was very much in love with. Only person I ever wanted to be married to. And um, we were married for seventeen years, and is still a wonderful person today. She's she's a gem. Children, no children, but um, you know, um, it it didn't work out, and um, we did not, or we did not go to to mass uh, as a couple. Um, except for like, you know, Christmas and Easter and, you know, things like that. And I think that maybe. If and you I, were going to mass? Uh, no, but I prayed every day. I, I would sit nice. in the rosary on the causeway. Oh, my going goodness. Going back and forth. It's perfect timing from my, yes, it is. from my house to the post office, you know, where I make my, my first stop in the morning is, um, it, it's perfect. It's a perfect stop. You know, it, it, it's the rosary is, is is complete when I when I'm backing out the driveway, and by the time I get to the post office, you know. Do you say it by yourself, or do you do it uh, online on an app? Well, now uh, I do the rosary about. Um, well, I do it every morning. I started ba back in, during Lent to say the rosary once a day, and it just says, you know, it's such a good thing to keep doing. You know, so um, I, I try to say it every day, and. Um, Maybe do a little reading, and then Cindy turned me on to this uh, this app on her phone that has the masses, and she people think that she's checking her phone when she's at mass, but she's got reading it. You know, I do the same. I do the readings on my phone, it's, it's and the, people I know look at me like, oh, oh put guy. your phone down, yeah. and you know, yeah. pay attention <laughs> to what's going. On. And it's like I can't hear that well. Uh, I'm getting older, so um, I can, but I can read it and keep up with it, yes. keep up with the reading by looking at her phone, you know, and in the mass. So, um, and that's that's a nice thing to do, but um, that's I'm a not, big I'm dedication. Not, oh gosh, it is. I get up at four thirty in the morning. I get up at four thirty to do my stretches, feed the cat, 
you know, take my pills. I'm 65. I got all these pills I got to take, you know, and um, get a cup of coffee, say the rosary, say a couple other things. What is that? That book by um, Sarah Young. Sarah Young. Sarah yeah. Young. You know, the little daily readings yes, thing. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, catch up with uh, uh, Fox News to see if what's going on with, you know, with, in the world. Online or on TV? Oh, television? no, on TV. I turn that on when I finish everything. And, um, man, before you know it, it's it's um, it's 7.15, 7.30. It's time to, you know. Time and you to- leave the North Shore with time? Well, like this morning, I left at 7 because I had something at my office. But as I'm getting older, I, you know, sometimes I don't leave till, you know, 8 or 8.30. Or, and, and, and I go to the office, and I've got such a great team over there now. Uh, Anthony and Dawn and Lauren, I got two great guys doing repairs and maintenance. It's, it's really made my life a whole lot easier these last, uh, oh, last six or eight months. And so, um, I go there and I check on things and be sure things are running pretty smoothly, ask them if they needed me to do anything. And I usually check out now about three o'clock. Perfect. You know, unless there's some, some new business that, uh, or something going on. But, um, yeah, I'm starting to slow down a little bit. But my office, they're doing a great job in there right now. So. Well, it doesn't sound like the office is slowing down. No, the office is doing, you know, we're giving up some properties. Some people are selling their properties when the interest rates were low and the property values were higher. Um, they were just, um, glad to, they were, they were older people, you know, they didn't want to own it anymore. They, they wanted to, they wanted to cash out. So mm-hmm. a lot of people have done that now. Some of our new clients or, um, younger people, you know, getting in, getting into, uh, doing things that their parents did, um, and created wealth. Oh, it's uh, a good time to buy. It's a great time to buy. I, I, you know, people talk about, uh, oh, the interest rates are too high, but interest rates, man, the higher the interest rate is, the lower the value, the lower the price of the property. Um, when I bought my properties, um, Interest rates were my first house. The interest rates were, um, it was 14 and a half percent. Jimmy Carter was in office. You know, I did an adjustable rate mortgage. I, I couldn't, I couldn't afford, I had to do a buy down. I bought the interest rate down to nine, nine and a half percent for the first year and qualified at nine and a half single digit. That was a low, that was a low rate. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, people don't, I don't know if they just, and you can all, interest rates will come down and you can refinance. Oh, that's beautiful. The high, well, you were in banking. Um, you know that when interest rates are high, the value of the real estate is lower. So you buy, it's the cash, it's the price of the real estate. It's the most important thing. Yes. You can refinance anytime you want, you know? So yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think a lot of people really understand that, but, but no, I, a lot of people think high interest rates, not a good time to buy. Right. It's just the opposite because they're financing 95%. Right. Of it or something. But, you know, if, if when interest rates were three and a half or 4%, I mean, the, they're adding, um, you know, on a double, they're in, you know, 135, $150,000 to it because it's, it's because. And a lot more people interested in the property. Yeah. Because um, the, the payments lower, but, but I mean, if the interest rates go up, then, then you're upside down in the real estate. You're, up, you're upside down in, in, in the value of the property. So it's, it's kind of difficult for, you know, some of the younger people today to understand that that is the, um, that's the way to buy, in my opinion. So I couldn't agree that's just, more with you. Just my opinion. So, uh, David Tasso. Uh, yeah, yeah. He advertises on Catholic yeah, Radio. Yeah. He also, and he was in here and we were talking that same conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know, now is a great time to go buy. Uh, the interest rates are what they are. You will be able to refinance at some point. Yeah. Uh, but right. you're getting a better deal on I, the value of the real estate now. I don't know, David, but I know some, I've heard people say some great things about him. Uh, you guys remind me a lot of each other. I'll have to get us all together. I hear, we'll I hear his commercial on Catholic Radio. Yeah, he's a great guy. And I think, what's this guy doing? He's stealing my spot here on <laughs> but, but, but more power to him. Anybody yeah, yeah. who's, anybody who's, you know, spreading the, the good word is, um, that's wonderful. We can all work together. Yeah, go back and listen on the podcast. He had a really good show about what he does. Uh-huh. And, uh, he's a yeah, really I've heard awesome great things guy. about him. And this morning, we've got two very special guests in the studio here at Loyola University in beautiful uptown New Orleans. We have Maurice Guillo of Guillo Real Estate and Property Management, who one of the 
favored sponsors of Catholic Community Media. And we have his partner, Cindy Piazza. Uh, and these guys make a beautiful couple. And uh, very happy to have both of you here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're getting in the formative stages of putting a Catholic men's night together here in New Orleans. And uh, hopefully you guys will be part of it. It's cigar and steaks. And- oh, oh, gosh. I haven't had cigars in like five or six years. And whenever Cindy and I go someplace, in a, like we go to Florida sometimes, and we go to this little restaurant. There's a cigar store next door to the restaurant. And I'll say, look, let's just let's just go walk in there and smell the smoke for a few it minutes. It smells great. <laughs> it's wonderful. I love everything about a cigar. The smell, the shops, every, the cutting, the the tools, except I don't like smoking them. I I, I have tried. I got dizzy and oh yeah, uh, I they, like that. But I don't <laughs> I don't like the way my mouth feels the next morning after smoking it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he says when he turns he turns seventy, he's going to start smoking cigars. Why not? Why not? Yeah, he's closer. Well, maybe this uh, Catholic Cigar Night, uh, we'll all start smoking cigars again. And, Cindy, you raised four four children. Any of them go to Chappelle? No. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter went to Cabrini, and my boys went to Holy Cross. Excellent. My brothers went to Holy Cross. My dad went to Holy Cross. My grandfather went to Holy Cross. So, oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. they're doing real well. They've got a great new campus out there. And well, they the last Holy one— Holy Cross is doing well. The last one graduated the year before the new campus, but um, we, my sons and I, we still support the school. We, we try to help every year with them. Um, they do the um, close-up where they go to D.C., so we either right, do that right. or we help a senior who can't afford to graduate. So we, oh, we, we've stayed close with it. I've got some good friends, Alvin Albee and Lee Giorgio. They're both on the board out there. and uh, We did the financing after Katrina when they moved into their new building. It's beautiful. It's, it's really nice to see they needed Holy it. Cross do so well. Yes. Uh, yes. It's one of the oldest institutions in the city. Yes. Uh, I think uh, Holy Cross in Jasmine. Uh, yes. neck and neck uh, for just being very old. Um, again, this is David Anderson, host of Cross Training, brought to you uh, as a production of Catholic Community Media. And we have Albert DuPont Jr., who runs the beautiful Mike Early studio at Loyola University in Uptown New Orleans. And he's very generous with his time and studio equipment and allows our show to come on so that more people can hear other people witnessing about how Christ and the Catholic Church has been so instrumental in their life and moving them in the right direction. And we have Jeff Blackwell um, making it all smooth and sound good. Uh, He's a great witness. He was on the show, too. Uh, Actually, Albert and Jeff, uh, you can go hear them on our podcast. we did a first season, and we just got renewed for a second season. Oh, great. And, uh, so here we are, oh, wow. and having fun. And like you said, this is nothing I've ever done, uh, but it's just come together. And I think we've uh, put some people like yourselves out there that other people mm-hmm. hear and say, wow. Uh, you know, they did something incredible and with the f- their own faith, and uh, I can do something incredible as well when I have – uh, the backing of uh, uh, Jesus. Amen. Kind of, I, I feel bad for folks that go through life without that faith. Um, yes. They just don't know. I, I don't know. They just they just don't know. I call it almost like my reinsurance plan, uh, you know, something I lay it off on. <laughs> you know, how do you, uh, they just how do you get through? Those, it takes all, it just makes the road smooth. It's not all the peaks and valleys that, that um, the anxiety levels are so much lower in life when when you have the faith. It's just, um, of course, nothing is just you know flat and smooth. But it's it's um, it's so much better. Um, and the Lord is just. Cindy can testify. You know, when we first when we first started dating, we, I think one thing that kind of attracted us uh, to each other was that. Um, she was trying to uh, get back and be close with uh, with Jesus, and um, because of the uh, 
the, the death of her uh, husband. And, um, you know, I'd gone through a divorce and, um, there were just so many reasons why we just didn't understand some things. And, um, so one of the things we used to do, um, when we first started dating was, um, we called ourselves Roman Catholics, so we would yeah. always try a different church. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You remember that? Yeah. It would go to um, uh, the Abbey. We still do. We yeah. still go to different churches. And, the Abbey's uh, beautiful. Yeah. I love yeah. the Abbey. St. Saint, Saint Benedict's. Yeah, St. Benedict's, St. Saint, Saint Patrick's, uh, Our Lady of the Lake. And then you just recently went to St. Helena out there in Emmy. Yes. And now, that's I, an adoration chapel. You want to talk about adoration chapels? That, it's worth I, the drive. The two things that really pulled me really heavy into my Catholic faith was Catholic radio and that adoration chapel. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful. And Father Mark Beard, who uh, tomorrow, they're having funeral services today for uh, in Baton Rouge and tomorrow yeah. at St. Helena. In a meet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you read about his tragic death. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I did not, but Cindy told me about it. I think she heard about I, it from you. I went there. The first time I went there was the day after he had his accident. And oh, it's no. all, Yeah, and that's all they were talking about. So, I, you know, and I yes. got to hear all these wonderful stories from well, the people amazing. in the bookstore. Amazing. And, um, I wish I would have known him. He was an amazing man. He uh, had this heavy Cajun accent mm -hmm. which is so beautiful somebody speaking and they have that great uh, cajun dialect to him uh you just want to listen regardless of what they're saying you want to hear yeah. more of it uh but what he had to say was just remarkable oh, yeah. and and the holy spirit is in saint helena parish you feel it yeah. when you go there it is heavy duty and when you go in that adoration chapel I'm getting chills right now. Yeah. Uh, the Holy Spirit's there. Yeah. And it, uh, you just open yourself up to it and it comes. And it's it's such, it's, 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 adoration, going to adoration for me is right up there with going to confession. You just feel like you feel so good, like you just took a hot shower and you came I, out. I get more out of the adoration chapel than I actually do going to Mass. I just, Often. I just go there and, um, not, I don't want to, you know, make it sound like I'm, I hear you, you know, somebody that, that I'm not, but, but, cause I do my own little, my own little thing in the morning, uh, early in the morning in my, in my bedroom. But, um, just to go to adoration when you have the time, just to sit there and they've got so much different reading materials that are there that you can pick up and read. And it's so quiet and it's still got that great, old church smell to it. Mm. You know? As we talked about that earlier uh, with Liz Creel about our traditions, and one of our traditions is incense. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it really, uh, it's one of the things that you're not going to find in most Protestant churches, and people don't even recognize its, its significance. But when you take that deep breath and there's a beautiful <clears throat> incense burning and uh oh yeah it yeah. brings you where you want to be mm -hmm. and uh that adoration chapel what is it john ricardo who comes on the station from 11 to 12 father john ricardo he always says go to adoration just waste time you don't have to do anything go go with a script you're not going to do anything in particular just go and waste a little time right and right. all of a sudden you start thinking things and praying and uh just let your mind wander it is it's wonderful it's, it's not wonderful. wasted <laughs> it'll it's, all of a sudden you're all, it's not yeah. it's not you're at drawn all in. and uh. if you just have 10 minutes five minutes just to stop in pop your head in uh if you haven't been going do that five minutes i guarantee you you will go a second time and a third time and a fourth time mm -hmm. And your times in there will be longer, and you'll find yourself volunteering and taking an actual hour here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, I still get my uh, notices, uh, my text messages from Our Lady of the Lake Adoration people looking for substitutes. Oh, yeah? yeah and every now and then I I'm look at my schedule. I can do it, and I'll just hit the button. It's real easy. You go over there and substitute for someone. They're 24 hours. Uh, our... Uh, Adoration here at, at Holy Name, uh, we're nine to nine. 
So uh, makes it much easier. So, so what do you mean when you say you substitute? What is people are looking? They sign up uh, for a shift, an hour shift, and sometimes they have a, like a conflict. Carlton and Carlos do at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, they're going on family vacation that week Continue or whatever it is. Uh, okay, you know, they, they'll need okay. a substitute. And if you go in the chapel, you can sign up on that electric. Uh, keyboard correct and right. then start getting uh you put yourself out there for substitutions uh-huh. you get a lot more than you can do yeah uh, bad. I get, I get, yeah especially during the summer uh-huh. people are traveling and and different mm-hmm. things let's take a little bit of a turn and tell us about annunciation restaurant on annunciation annunciation restaurant on annunciation annunciation restaurant on annunciation um it's so on the corner of Annunciation and Poor Affair. And maybe about 12 years ago, a friend of ours said he wanted to open up a restaurant and we were just going to help with the money. Then all of a sudden, we're drawn into it and we're partners. Our partner ended up getting out of it. So, so it's yours. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and, and the kids. Mm-hmm. And right now, my beautiful stepdaughter. Kristen Sparks has been running the place. She has gotten it through COVID and has done a fabulous job, and she, she, she's just great there. So I can't take any credit for What's your for favorite anything. dish over there? Oh, gosh. The soft-shell crab is delicious. Fried? Yes. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. It's fried and a key lime pie. Everything is just delicious. I used to not eat soft-shell crab. Oh. Now it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. What did we have last time that was so good? Well, I I tell you, I'm not. I've never been. I mean, I like all seafood except fish. And um, when we go there, um, the last couple times we've been there, we just split an entree and we um, get an extra salad. Perfect. And that and um, that's how we go out to dinner. And appetizers. It <gasps> is um, the. It was the. Um, We'll split. An I think it was entree. Gulf fish. I don't know what kind of fish, but I, and I'm not. Oh, a, you ate the fish. I'm not yeah. a fish eater. I mean, I mean, I like you know. I'm I'm from Metairie. You know, I eat fried oysters, fried shrimp. You know, that kind of. But they've got the uh, pan sautéed um, some kind of Gulf fish in there with the sauce on top, with the artichoke hearts and the mushrooms and capers and things. And it's like. You're making my mouth water. I, I haven't eat, eaten today. Good. I'm starving. I could eat this every every night. I mean, and we can split it so I'm not stuffed when right. I'm and I um, need to save room for dessert. It's not terribly expensive. I mean I mean if you got you know, if you got really got if you go out to dinner and split three course meal, it's very economical. You don't eat as much. And you generally leave with a better feeling. I don't want to say that yeah. everybody come to Annunciation and no, split their meals. You want well, full we do tickets, that but, because uh, we'll go and we'll get all a taste of every, you know, most all the appetizers. So it's kind of like, okay, I can't keep eating like this, right. but I want to be able to keep coming. So, so let's start splitting. Let's start splitting it. And then you start on the bread and you're like, get the butter. <laughs> I try not to eat the bread because I'll fill up too quick. Right. Well, I'll tell you, uh, and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying this just because it's Cindy's restaurant or something, because I get a very good discount when I go. <laughs> but I'll tell you, that fish—it's out of this world. You've got—you've got to just try. Um, I've gone there, and you know, I've had the steak, and the steak's good. It's just like steak at all uh, many steakhouses to me. But um, the seafood that they have there is really—it's. Um, you'll go back. Oh, you, I can't wait. If you go there, you'll, you'll definitely go back. I can't wait. Well, tell Cindy when you're going. Maybe she can um, throw in a dessert or something for yeah. you. Well, that's worth a call right there. You, you, what, what's your favorite dessert over there? Oh, the key lime pie. <laughs> really? I'm not a key lime pie person. Neither am I, except The bread pudding's there. pretty good. The bread I love pudding's a bread good. pudding. Yeah, the bread pudding's Have pretty good. Have you had the bread pudding at Yule College Inn? I haven't had it in many, many years, but that is that was um, uh, now that... Um, What's the guy's name who owns John it? Blanchard? Yeah, so he's who he advertises on yes, Catholic Radio, and yes. I hear him all the time. He was on they he both is, of them were in here. He is what a neat guy he, he is. He is so it? cool. You talk about a story of overcoming adversity. Uh-huh. Think about having your business. Katrina hits. No more lease for you, buddy. 
Yeah. He's over there. The he, whole family's working there. Over there on Carrollton Avenue by Jesuit, not far from Jesuit. And that's what opened up. He prayed and prayed, and uh, that's what opened up to him. Uh, wow. Going from where he was on Tulane uh-huh. and um, Carrollton, losing his lease. They said, you have a lease, but you haven't been open for 90 days, so you're out. What are you going to do? Your whole family's there. And they prayed. Uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus is very, very special to him. And they had a picture of it and a, a painting and went to the meeting with the folks at O'Neill College Inn. They were looking to sell. They I know old. them. Yeah, I know them. And um, the first thing he sees is a, is a painting of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. He, he said he knew right then this was going to happen. And look what they have now. They're 100,000 square feet of entertainment space. Right. You know, largest venue in New Orleans, and they're doing super well. Uh, and they, you know, we talk about overcoming that adversity through faith. Mm-hmm. They just double down. I had um, lunch today with um, a good friend of mine, uh, Bob Bergeron with Crescent Title. I, know, I grew up with Bobby. Bob? Well, you know, Bob's uh, wife, Elaine, her father um, owned College Inn. I didn't know that. Yeah, own he owned College Inn, and um, then they uh, they sold it to the Blanchards. It's a great story, and they I chose to the Blanchards the to Get sell them. it to. They had other other people who wanted to buy it, right? But they they connected and they talked about their faith, and mm-hmm. they decided to sell. To the Blanchards, yeah, and did special financing for them so they could get in and made it work. And uh, Bob's a genius. He's a genius with the financing, and he's and, awesome. He's, he's a good, he, good, he, good guy. He's, he's a super guy. Saint Rita and Rummel. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we we were on the swim team way back when at Riverside Country Club. Oh yeah, okay, okay, and, uh, yeah. We grew up together. Uh-huh. He's done phenomenally well. Oh, he's a super. I just I just had lunch with him two hours ago. He's one of the heroes of Harahan. You know, the boy made good. And yeah, everybody's so proud of. Yeah, him. he's a great guy and just a super terrific guy. And and I did work for his his father many years ago. Um, he had a fourplex over there on Hickory Street in, in Harahan, and I managed that for his dad for many, many years. I remember his dad back in the day. Lynn. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn. Lynn yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has his brothers, Lynn and Steve. He has a bunch Mike. of brothers. I'm, I, uh, I, I couldn't go with all the I don't know all the names. We were all on the swim team together. Oh, okay. Right? His older brother, Steve, was like a state champ, and uh-huh. he was really big. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was also in banking. Uh-huh. So... We've talked about how you have become a uh, a real estate mogul in New Orleans. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I know you're not going. You're going to object. We'll not, leave, just, leave it out there know, like that. No, uh, you've raised incredible children. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a great experience in the real estate in the restaurant business. You guys have met up. Your face intertwined. How did y'all meet? <laughs> well, I'm going to say a, a friend wanted me to meet him because she knew I was in a very bad place. Oh, wow. And so y'all were introduced by someone kinda, who knew both of you. Kind of like, kind of like. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> and um, this is, the, I love this story because I keep laughing about it. And he doesn't think it's so funny. But he kept saying we talked on the phone and text. Oh. And he wanted me to meet him somewhere for a cup of gumbo. And I said, oh, I don't That's know. That's so New Orleans, but, huh? But the point of it was- me for a drink. Let me for a cup of gumbo. I was still going through my thing, and I was just- Still grieving. Yeah, and I had a friend who knew I, like, I wasn't functioning. And she's like, you got to go, you got to go. And he tells me, oh, it's just a cup of gumbo. <laughs> and he just had me laughing just so hard. And then he said to me, there's a church close to where you live. And at the time, I was in Abita. And it was um, St. Jane de Chantal. He goes, it's right there on the traffic circle. Have you ever been there? I said, yes, that's my parish. That's where I go. And that was the first time he ever talked to me. We talked about, you know, church or beliefs. And it was was in like the first 24 hours of communicating with him. So it kind of caught me there like, wow. Gumbo, church. Gumbo and church. Why not? um, Why not? And I've never had that cup of gumbo with him. What? 
She's always on a diet. She, well, I can tell you. Uh, put the rice in the food. She, well, you don't have to have the rice. You can just get the gumbo. No, it's just it's just a joke. But it's, it's no, the, but the gumbo part is true. Like, that's fine. It's just a cup of gumbo. Is that to lower your defenses? <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys not saying, let's go meet at the ballroom. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go meet at the concert. I'll meet yeah. you at the uh, such and such with a bottle of no, wine or something. Yeah, <laughs> just a cup of gumbo uh, and talk well, some he, church talk. He actually kind of tricked me. He called my phone, and I thought it was a phone call. <laughs> and I just walked in from the gym, ponytail, nasty, sweaty, and I pick up the phone, and as I'm clicking it, it's FaceTime. <gasps> and I'm like, hi. You did that on purpose? <laughs> I want to see what I'm talking to. Yeah. It would have been an accident for me, uh, FaceTiming somebody. No, he this, he did it see, on purpose. And, um, you know, see what I'm looking at. And you were coming back from the gym. gym right. And after that, I said, well, I guess so I'm He's seen me at my worst. That's okay. That's that's pretty much what <laughs> And he still was. wants gumbo. <laughs> he wants a whole bowl now. It was just fun. He just made the story so cute. So I'm, I'm sorry. He doesn't like me. No, yeah. that's cute as can be. It's nice when people did. Did your friend know that you were a woman of faith and that he was, or was that coincidental? I think she knew we were both going through something. Gotcha. I, that's my thought. I mean, are you still friends with her? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we great. still talk all the time, and she used to say, "Can I be your flower girl?" <laughs> she used to joke about it, but now you know, we still talk, and she always says, "How's he doing?" Oh, she and must feel really good about making that introduction for y'all. She yeah. was. She just uh, good for her. She just thought we belonged together, and I was like, oh, "She had a good." I, I do that with people. I've got some folks I've well, introduced. I mean, I don't know. Alvin Alby over at Holy Cross. Holy Cross. I introduced to he and his wife Virginia Boulay, and. Uh, I mean, it wasn't exactly like a personal introduction, but she kind of pushed us together, you know, at a, I don't want to mislead the story, but. Um. Well, she's not a professional matchmaker is what you're saying. She just no. says, hey, you two she, people, I know you both. She, and she picked them out of a crowd and said, you need to see meet him, basically. Well, I'm glad you took her up on her suggestion. And Me again, too. your persistence paid off. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, got that but the calling on the FaceTime, that's bold. I was, I was, yes. I was well, mortified. I don't, I don't even like taking a phone call, text, much less a FaceTime. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Uh, no, I was, you know. That's bold. That's bold. It was were. a Sunday evening, too. I guess he had the spirit of the Lord in him. Maybe oh, yeah. He was going mass. And, yeah. Um, for sure. You know, I wanted to see. You know, I see why. Let yeah, me see. Uh, this. Let's see what you're looking like here. You yeah. Know? Let's see what. Uh, see if we're going to go get that gumbo. <laughs> right. No, I think I got a steak meal after he met me. After <laughs> Excellent. <that. laughs> Excellent. Excellent. It worked out well. <laughs> Again, this is David Anderson, host of Cross Training. We're uh, on Catholic Community Media, broadcasting from Loyola University. Uh, the beautiful Uptown Studios, uh, the Mike Early Studio, and we have Cindy Piazza and Maurice Guillo. And uh, Guillo has to be one of those uh, names that no one ever knows how to spell, much less pronounce. You're right. Outside of here. Well, and I, even here. And even here, yeah. So, um, no, I, it was G U I L L O T. O T, yeah. Yeah, I used to, um, my father was. Said Gio, and so um, I'm not picky on the pronunciation so much. And when I was younger, in my 20s or so's, um, trying to get going, people uh, would see my name and they'd say, Oh, um, Maurice Gilliatt. And I'd say, Yeah. And my father would hear that and he would, you know, after a while, he said, You know, son, look, um, your name is pronounced Gio, okay? Um, and I said, well, people don't. Whenever I say Gio, they say, well, how do you spell it? And then you get into the long conversation, and um, uh, they say, no, it's Gio Yacht. And I'm not really looking for the long conversation. He says, well, just, I'll FaceTime you. Just, you know, I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, you should pronounce your name. So when I was in my late 20s, I um, – I just said, uh, they said, is I'm that Gil Gilead? And I said, uh, I'll say, well, um, a lot of people say that, but we 
but I pronounce it Gio. My father asked me to pronounce it Gio uh, a couple years ago. And um, <laughs> so I've been saying Gio for the last, you know, uh, f- 45 years. So, uh, yeah, it's Gio. I, people always say, well, I'll say, yeah, what, they say, what's your name? I say, David Anderson. And they'll say, Dave? And I used to not say anything. And I said, now I said, no, it's David. And, uh, right. And, but sometimes people like think it's a little prickly. Oh, okay, David. Uh, well, it's not, I just kind of laugh. I'm always regretful. I'm like, I wish I would have no, said you're right. that. But. You're right. It's not Dave and Goliath. It's David and Goliath. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's you know? Davy Jones, not David and Goliath. Right. Yeah, I'd rather be David and Goliath. Right. Uh, that's funny. Well, we have the two of you guys. It was funny because I had called Maurice's office to schedule it, and he was saying, well, I think uh, Cindy would rather – Rather, uh, should be better on the radio than me. Should be better on the radio than me. He's better. So I FaceTime. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and uh, decided. Uh, no, it, it's uh, wonderful that both of you could come in. I'm glad you did because your story is actually, you each have an interesting story. But it really is more interesting that you guys connected at the stage of life that you were both in and you know, so open to a relationship, actually not even knowing that you wanted a relationship. You were just in, in a right. period of pain and uh, kind of loneliness. And all of a sudden you meet someone who, you know, physically y'all are, are very compatible. Y'all look like y'all probably work out together and, and, um, <laughs> and you're on the same spiritual line. And yeah, it, we are about that. And that just probably took your relationship and, and your own personal well-being. Because we're, we're made to be with someone. We're not made to go alone. Uh, you know, we're made to have a partner. We're like geese. You know, <laughs> we, we like having someone there with us. And it's the, I think this interview today with both of you just is so beautiful to see that your relationship blossomed as uh, young middle-aged adults that said, I want something more and I'm open myself because I have faith. I I can trust. So I'm I'm really thankful that both of you came in today and and to share, to to witness that you guys, uh, there are a lot of people out there that are looking for that relationship that, uh, it can come. Just go to church, go to adoration, and let yourself be open. And uh, hopefully, somebody will come around. Not that you need it; you can be whole. But it certainly makes life a, a nicer walk. And with that, uh, we'll say goodbye. And thank you for listening, all of you guys that are listening. Hope you enjoyed hearing uh, Maurice Gio and uh, Cindy Piazza. Love story. It is beautiful. <laughs> and uh, we, we sign off saying the Hail Mary. And okay. hopefully our listeners will sign, uh, say it with us. So we just say, Hail, Hail Mary, Mary, full of grace, grace. The, Lord the Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed are thou women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sins. Now the hour of our death. Amen. Cross Training with David Anderson is a production of Catholic Community Media.